This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 470. Take an IELTS Expedition into 8-plus travel vocabulary. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn the most interesting synonyms for travelers and the trips they take to prepare you for higher vocabulary scores when speaking and writing about the most common IELTS topic, travel. What's going on, Jessica? Are you so taking much? any trips soon? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. I cut you off. I just you I get so excited to record. No, that's okay. I just, I had a question and I thought of it at the last minute. Can oh, I ask okay. again? Yes, you may. <laughs> okay. Here's the question. So are you taking any trips soon? Do you have anything exciting Ooh. planned? Anything coming up? Actually, Yes. Funny nice. you should ask. I do. <laughs> I think um, I may have mentioned before how excited I was to take this like train journey um, with James. But that's like next spring break. He and I are going to take this super long train journey down to my mom's in California. And it's a 30-hour train trip. Um, wow, that's so long. Yeah. And I thought because now that I am super excited about train travel again because it's like this whole – different mode of being in the world is traveling mm-hmm. on a train. It's its yep. own world. It's amazing. So I thought, you know, <laughs> I should research this trip before I go with James. So <laughs> just mm-hmm. as an excuse, I'm going to do the trip myself to go see my mom's, to go see my mom's, to go see my mom, um, like around Christmas, like oh, around cool. like Christmas or my birthday time in January. I'm awesome. going to take that 30 hour, um, yeah, that 30 hour trip by myself nice. and yeah, and <laughs> just see what the train's about. <laughs> oh, I love train travel. Also, I like I like road trips and I like train travel. I I, I think I like them equally. I like them the same. I I don't know. I don't know. I love road trips, like in the car too, because you can Me stop too. wherever you want. Yeah. I think they both have their pros and cons. They're both very different. I think I agree. Like they both have they both have equal standing in my heart where mm-hmm. my travel love sits. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but they're very different compartments. They're yeah. right and they're like they're so different, but they're so awesome. Oh, and yeah. like just being able to like wander up and down this train and you really feel like, you know, you're just like drifting through the world because of these huge windows and you could just like look, you know, at all the vistas uh, speeding past you and the different yeah. train stations and stuff. Yeah. And I think for us as Americans, train travel is especially exotic because, yeah. it ha- you know, it's really not as much That's a part true. of our culture. Like if you live, I'm guessing that if you live in Europe, it's much more common just That's to true. take a train to the next country. And it's just a part of your daily life probably. But yeah. for us, like the only train travel we really have is Amtrak. That's the big system yep. that connects our country. <laughs> and there's so many huge swaths of the country that aren't connected on that line. Yeah. Um, and so cars are generally like our biggest mode of transportation. So when it comes 
comes to taking a train, it's very romantic for us. It you know? is. It, it's so exotic. It feels yeah. foreign and special and like yeah. spicy and romantic. Just all of these like <laughs> exciting adjectives <laughs> for train travel. Um, so guys, we are talking about IELTS. You may not be aware, um, but we are talking about IELTS stuff. So definitely listen to this beginning conversation a few times, guys, because we answered each other spontaneously, right? We're focused yeah. on the IELTS topic of travel today, but that native speaker chat, that is where you get the best vocab. Yeah, don't skip over that, guys. If you do, then you're missing the gold, some of the gold of the episode, right? Because what uh, an examiner is looking for is that natural speech and mm -hmm. that you can learn by listening to us. So much of it you can learn by listening to us. Totally. And we've, I don't know if I interviewed him, but I know I spoke to a student recently who um, said that the beginnings of our podcasts, like that's really how he increased his speaking score by so wow. much because he would like listen to that and mimic that. And he really learned so much about native speaker um, communication oh, so just by our like beginning little tidbits and then being able to slot that into the strategies from the course. And I think he got like an eight or an 8.5 or something on speaking. Oh, you should interview him. That would be really cool to offer our listeners that perspective. That would be I cool. Yeah. I need to remember who that so was. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this, um, this topic today came from a question in our Facebook group, actually. So one of our students in the course asked, um, hello, Jessica, can I use the word wayfarer as another word for traveler or tourist in writing task one? So there's a good, just before we address the question itself, there's a good point here, guys, to, to learn from and is that travel actually is a common topic in writing task one. Mm. And it's, you know, as far as like travel numbers and tourist numbers and stuff mm. like that. And mm. then in writing task two, travel, right, could easily come up and then anywhere on the speaking exam. So the vocab we're talking about today is useful everywhere. This definitely has to be a page in your vocab notebook. And this is some, these are some words you can add to that page. Yeah, but you want to make sure that you are current in your word choice, right? That's the other piece for today. We're not, yeah, you know, that's what it's all about is using words that are relevant today. I mean, we did an so, episode on the other podcast about um, the words thou, uh, the word thou and the word oh, thus and funny. talked about how in some ways they're a little bit obsolete now, especially yeah. thou, you know, Oh, <laughs> nobody says that. It's, it's so important to be relevant in what you're saying. Because if you think about like, what's the definition, like what's the difference between a seven and eight? I feel like this is one of those things. So maybe like as far as vocabulary goes, if a examiner is reading or listening to you and there's a high level word, but it's not a word that we use a lot, that's mm -hmm. going to sort of interrupt the communication a bit. That's yeah. going to stop the exam. It's going to take the examiner out of it because they'll think, oh, that's well, that's an interesting word, but nobody says that, right? So yeah. you'd get points for interesting, but you would lose points for um, awkwardness. But if you're mm. like, if you're an eight level, then you're going to be using all the interesting stuff in ways that we use it, right? Like it'll be, it'll yeah. all be appropriate, basically. 
Yeah. And it's not hard to get relevant vocabulary, guys. Just listen to podcasts that are current. You know, yeah. don't be don't be <laughs> scanning your dictionary for your vocabulary to build your exactly. vocabulary. I mean, I, with, with the student on the other podcast, a student had written in asking about thou and thus. Oh and gosh. I was trying to figure out what that student was listening to. It was a big Where red did flag even to me. Get that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you actually listening to to think that these words, I mean, thus sometimes comes in play with a, you know, in an articulate sentence, but rarely. Where are you yeah. getting that stuff, right? That's and so where, where's it coming from? Yeah. Um, I, you know, for students in our course, we do recommend using the thesaurus in your preparation, right? But the thing is, you don't know which of those phrases are good or not. That's why this student's post was so good because I can tell he's looking at the thesaurus. He's trying to improve his vocabulary. So this is what we tell students in our course to do, right? Yes, mm -hmm. take risks, gather new words, but make sure they're appropriate by asking us. So yep. he has access to me. He could ask and I could be like, oh, we don't say we're wayfarer anymore. Instead, yeah. say this. Yeah, right? he, he has access to you because he's in our course, right? So guys, yeah. we, do, we, get, we do get a lot of questions from students who are not in our course. And unfortunately, you can't just get your question answered unless it's on the show. So if you do want direct access to Jessica in the Facebook group, you should go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and sign up for the course. There you go. Yeah. I mean, this student got his answer 30 minutes after he asked his question. Wow. That's fast. <laughs> you know, Pretty that's fast. not always going to happen, but I, I was awake. He was awake and that's what happened. So yeah. anyway, let's answer the question. So Lindsay, would you, would you use Wayfarer? today? <laughs> well, to be honest, I didn't even know what the definition of that word was. So I looked it up and I just got a, um, a website for Ray-Ban. Ray-Ban yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably wouldn't. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's how I answered him. So like it is a synonym for traveler, but an old, old synonym. So um, I said, hmm, good question. I'd say no, as today Wayfarer is a term used for hipster sunglasses. And then I told him to do a Google, a Google image search so he knew what that was. Um, <laughs> I'll put the, the picture for this blog post, guys. I'll make it a, a Wayfair sunglasses picture cool. so you know what that is. Um, but what he could say for synonyms for traveler would be visitors, sightseers, globetrotters. What else? What else could we say? Well, yeah, so we had a list. I mean, so globetrotter is a good one. That makes me think of somebody that's just kind of bouncing around the world, maybe an totally. expat, right, who's living abroad. Or maybe just a traveler, someone who jumps on a plane and likes to travel. And I like sometimes we use the word jet setter too. That's a little Ooh, bit old fashioned. That's good. But it just kind of came to my mind. Yeah. They're all slightly different connotations though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I would like a backpacker would be, you know, like the younger, um, poor mm -hmm. traveler. The jet setter yeah. would be the older, richer traveler. Yes. They're probably going to the same countries, right? Yes. Maybe yes. traveling the same amount of time. Yeah. But um they're staying the way, in different places. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um that's funny how you said like the first thing you said about globetrotter was that it was someone bouncing around the world because the globetrotters are like a trick basketball team that's right america so like the bouncing i thought was funny i wonder if that was a connection in your head <laughs> it might have been i remember the globetrotters they were big in the 90s or the 80s <laughs> 
I think they still perform. They I think they're always perform. in existence. <laughs> Harlem anyway. Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember cool. seeing them when I was in high school too. I was like, I was, my mind was blown. Okay. Um, so traveler. Yeah. So we could say visitor, sightseer, globetrotter, um, jet setter, backpacker, right? But different connotations. So make sure yeah. you're using it correctly. And then also, Slightly different connotations, drifter or wanderer. What would those mean? So these two words have the connotation less about like, I'm going to take a trip, but more about I'm kind of moving, kind of moving around the world or around the country with less of a goal necessarily. I'm just kind of drifting. I'm letting the wind kind of move me from one place to the other. (laughs) Right? It's about intention. Exactly. So a traveler traveler is a person who like has a plan, right? Right, You you have dates, you're going to be gone, you know when you'll be back. Um, But a drifter or a wanderer, I find that sort of romantic, like a romantic image as well, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm picturing the beat poets from the 60s, like Jack Kerouac just wandered around that just drifted on the yep. nation around the nation being a hobo on a train and mm-hmm. um it's this this sort of you know yep. like funky younger i'm i'm learning about the world and i'm cool i don't know like artists oh, yeah. do this. oh yeah no absolutely i definitely read a few novels when i was like at an impressionable age and yeah. that's where like reading those i think i read some stuff by jack kerouac and that's yeah. what made me want to study abroad and start totally. the whole like travel in europe in your 20s thing and t- English and Japan and do all this. And if you read the right books at the right time of your life, it can change the course of your life. Oh, completely. Oh, completely. That's why, like, oh, that's another thing. I'm just so excited to introduce James to, like, certain books. Like, yeah. you, like you know, you you are 16. You must start reading Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> you are, right? Like, I, <laughs> like yeah. all of these stages for books and movies, I get to, like, curate his pop culture awesome. experience. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm jealous. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Another, so that would be, like, the person, right? What about mm-hmm. the travel itself, the experience itself? Yeah. What, what could we say for that? I think when I was talking about the train travel, I said um, excursion. That's a nice yeah. one. Excursion. We also can say jaunt. I don't I use the word that. jaunt. I don't, I I don't do. really like this word for some reason. Maybe it's just someone that I used to know that used to use it a lot. And I, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people get associated with words, but that's a totally. personal issue of mine. But a little trip, a little jaunt, a little trip, you know? Um, a jaunt is like you know like i'm going to the coast for a weekend on my yacht right that's what i mean (laughs) it's got a connotation an association in my head with being a little bit of a preppy word it is a preppy word i completely agree with you um but i think for ielts purposes i think that would be a great synonym for a short trip i wouldn't Mm -hmm. use it for a long trip you know, like yeah. a jaunt would be, you know, like weekend. three or four, two to four days or something. Yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Take a jaunt to the Hampton, right on the Hampton Jitney right? is what they call that <laughs> buzz that buzzes the New Yorkers out of New York City into Long Island. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, there's a lot of jaunty connotations for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, it's true. So another one that I really like better, though, is escape, right? I'm going to take an lovely. escape. I'm going to... My my escape to to the to the Netherlands or my escape to Hawaii, right? To go into the volcanoes and go on a meditation retreat. 
I, you know, I think this would be more appropriate actually to use as a verb, like now that we're thinking about it. Um, I don't know if I would use it as the noun, as the noun as often. Like, yeah. I have an escape this weekend to Hawaii. I yeah, wouldn't say that. Weird. I would use it as the verb, like, I'm escaping this weekend yeah. to wherever. Yeah, actually, I agree. It was. It felt a little bit unnatural trying to fit it into that yeah. structure. <laughs> For some reason, it took me a second. Yeah, so let's let's escape to, you know, the mountains this weekend. Yeah, that's a little yeah. bit more natural as a verb. I agree. <laughs> and that could be, thank you. I concur. And I that, concur. um, and that could be used for any length of travel, really. Yeah. Like an escape could be two days or two months. I think that could be mm-hmm. any sort of traveling you're doing. So that's like a, one of those general interesting terms that you guys could throw in at any, tr- in any travel answer. Um, and then the last yeah. one I like just because it sounds impressive. Um, expedition. I really like. <laughs> yeah, no, I like this one too because it it kind of has a bit of a connotation of something more than just traveling. It's almost like yes. you are trying to accomplish a a, a task, accomplish True. um something like something you need to do. You're climbing a mountain, right? The, right? the the Everest expedition, or you're doing research, like you said before, on seals and I don't know yeah. some animal whales in Alaska or something. You, you know, know? An expedition. I think, um, I think we could define our native use of this as any trip that has like, um, more of a structure or goal to it. Like, even if you are planning on like going to a bunch of different wineries in one weekend, right? Like you've structured this. Like I'm taking an expedition to Napa Valley because I'm going to visit 50 wineries or 50 vineyards yeah. or something. Like I would use that to describe anything that has um, a goal beyond just travel, right? Like yeah. um, museum tours or um, ruins or missions in California mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's also something big. Like it's, it's gotta be kind of a big goal that you're trying to accomplish. In my mind, I wouldn't use expedition for something small. Right? Like going to the beach. Yeah. (laughs) I'm on an expedition to the beach. No, No, that doesn't sound right. On the beach and do nothing. It's gotta be a big goal that you're going after. Like you're reaching for something. You're trying to accomplish something. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, um, in New York, uh, back in March, we went to the Explorers Club because my friend was invited through a friend. It's this like kind of exclusive club. Like we weren't members of it. You have to be invited. And some of the people there had like done research in Antarctica and these crazy things. Now those guys have, and they've climbed Everest and that kind of thing. <gasps> Those guys have gone on expeditions. That's amazing. They're in like the Guinness Book of World Records, that type of oh my person. God. Those are expeditions. Yeah. You got to talk to those people? Yeah, it was pretty cool. The Explorers wow. Club. Yeah, it was cool. That's it was amazing. cool. It was cool. Yeah. Interesting. Did you stuff. do a podcast about that on Allers English? I didn't. No, I didn't do that um, because we were just kind of guests and we were invited by someone who um, who belongs to the club. And so it was kind of yeah, but it was pretty cool. Like if you visit their website, explorers.org, you'll see. I mm. mean, here on the homepage, there's this guy, let's see, um, receiving the Scott Perlman Fields Award, like people like that. You know, those guys are on expeditions. That's amazing. Guys, I'll, I'll put that, I'll put a link to that, um, website in the blog post for this episode. So come back to the blog. This is episode 470. Um, and I'll link to that. I mean, this is, uh, yeah. that's where you can get amazing travel vocabulary, yeah. you know, and science vocabulary, nature vocabulary. Oh, yeah. Um, really like Ooh, academic shit. stuff for really amazing topics. So I'll definitely oh. link to that website in this blog post, guys. 
Wow. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, travel is obviously one of the most inspiring topics for both of us, I think. And yeah. it should be for you guys too, as you're probably preparing to move abroad. Right? And, you know, this is one of those areas. If you go deep in it, you'll have the vocabulary in case it comes up. This is the level of depth you need to go with many of the common topics on the exam to get ready. Exactly, exactly. So guys, if you are in our course, this is the perfect opportunity to start adding to that new vocabulary book. Um, guys, we just added a lesson. We mentioned it before, but I know maybe, maybe some, some people in our course maybe don't listen to every episode, which is fine. You have enough to do. <laughs> but do remember, we just added a new lesson about how exactly to make a vocabulary notebook, um, to be effective, to increase your score in very real ways. So one of those things is travel, guys. This is a perfect place to start adding to that new vocabulary notebook. Okay. Awesome. Love it. And guys, remember, if you want that step-by-step plan, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S, and then you can stop guessing. You can stop jumping around the web trying to figure out what to do. And you can put your, <laughs> your time to good use. Yeah, stop drifting. Stop wandering. Um, <laughs> Instead, go on an expedition, right? Go on an yeah! expedition. <laughs> God, we're such nerds. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. We qualify as an expedition. We're nerds. Whereas other resources are mere drifts. That's what's happening. <laughs> we might have a title for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, very cool. Let's end on such a high note. That's I exciting. know. So good. So good. All right, Jessica. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Take care. Okay. Awesome. See you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.